Welcome to the Taylor and Jen podcast. Mornings with Taylor and Jen. It's Luke here, man. I'm so sorry I'm running late. Please forgive me. Life 107.1. You do not need to apologize, Luke. <laughs> we know you well enough by now. Oh, well, you're kind. It, it, you know, every musician's late. I think it's so rude. And now I'm late today. You're the rude one. <laughs> I'm the rude one. You're just chatty. You have lots to yeah. talk about. You are not wrong there. My my <laughs> my youngest uh, boy is his name is Leo, and uh, literally the dude he doesn't stop talking. He just talks, 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 and talks. And the other day I was like, "Honey, the kid just won't stop talking." And she goes, "Yeah, I wonder who he got it from." <laughs> So, so everybody in your life is noticing this. Apparently, apparently. We have to ask you a really important question, Luke. Toilet paper, Lysol wipes, and grape nuts. All of those things have experienced a shortage during the pandemic. What do you think about grape nuts being in a shortage? Well, you're going to get way more than you bargained for right here because I just watched a program on Post, the guy who started Grape Nuts. And there's this uh, show on history called The Food That Built America. And so my thoughts have nothing to do with the crisis of grape nuts other than (laughs) I learned all about the people that made and started the company Post that made grape nuts. And I have way more information on all of this than you would ever want. Yeah, but have you ever (laughs) eaten grape nuts? I don't think I have. Okay. Okay. I know they're (laughs) successful. But I don't think I've ever eaten them. Well, when you said the food that made America, I think it probably could have been used to literally build buildings. I'm pretty sure grape nuts is in the foundation of buildings because that's what it tastes like. So you don't like it? No! I I, I try to like it. It seems like a good grown-up healthy cereal, but every time I try, I end up having to just like empty a thing of honey over it just to, (laughs) to stomach it. Well, it's meant to be truly fairly healthy, and that was the whole reason why it started, was there was a sanitarium in, uh, in Michigan, and the Kellogg brothers ran the sanitarium. And one of them was a doctor, and the doctor was a guy that realized that a bunch of these people were coming here with issues that it started with their nutrition. So he decided, I'm going to make something that can be dried so it doesn't have to be in a fridge, and if I put a little milk with it, it becomes quite nutritious. Now, the person that built Kellogg's was the brother who ran kind of the sanitarium and was not the doctor. And he was considered the dumb one. And he became the guy that built the Kellogg brand. So the dumb one built Kellogg's is what you're saying. And then Post went to the sanatorium and was a patient there and stole grape nuts and went and made grape nuts. I'm not even kidding. Why didn't he steal Fruit Loops? (laughs) Fruit Loops would have been much better. And uh, that was when the fall of America began (laughs) because they started to love sugar. Wow. All because Mr. Post came and stole grape nuts. All right. I told you, you guys, you guys got way more than you bargained for. You sure did. My brain has so many more wrinkles now. Sure did. Because I, okay, so tell me, do you like Vegemite? I do like Vegemite. I like Vegemite. See, the problem with Vegemite is Vegemite you have to have with a good piece of bread and a good amount of butter. And then you dab the Vegemite on there. If you put Vegemite on there like uh, peanut butter, (laughs) it may send you into cardiac arrest. Yes, it's awful. (laughs) But I think if you like Vegemite, you'll probably like grape nuts. Do they taste the same? Both bad. (laughs) (laughs) That feels so insulting to grape nuts. (laughs) 
you like the yeah. Post family because you watched the movie. Yeah. Oh, I didn't say I liked it. I didn't say I liked them. I just know about them. <laughs> He's just an expert. Okay, we, we should probably ask you about this new song you've got coming out because... <laughs> Literally all that we just discussed can't even make the radio. Yes, it will. Oh, oh it'll oh, totally it make the radio. It just might not make your label as happy that all we talked about was cereal. <laughs> I mean, we got to ask. This is the fourth single yeah. okay. from Burn the Ships. Yeah. Did you have yeah. any idea how special of a project that you were working on when you were working on that album? You know, it's funny that uh, we're having this conversation because I'm about to walk into the studio uh, to make a new project or the idea is to write for this new project. Ooh. And man, I got I to gotta be honest, you always feel as an artist like you'll never write another good song. Mm. And I felt that before Burn the Ships. You know, like, uh, I just, you know, the other one went pretty well. You know, we got some songs on there that were special, that meant something. Oh, I just don't know if I'm going to be able to do that again. And I feel the same way this time. You know, like, I'm going to go in there, and part of it is is you try and show up. But to be totally honest, no, you never know. And I'm not just saying that to make it sound like, oh, he's he's a very normal person. No, this is genuinely my feeling. It's just that it can be intimidating because you want to do well. You know, you want to, you, I want to give you guys music that is worthy to be played. You know, I want to give our label music that they're happy with. I want to give people music that that hopefully can impact their eternal destination and that it can also impact their their day i, I want to do that but you know it, it's not something that is just always the easiest thing in the world to come by so we have a little bit of a problem though now yeah because you guys are releasing this song yeah the, this song that, that you uh that you're releasing has the same name as a song that we've been playing but you're pronouncing it differently. Yeah. We've got Amen by Micah Tyler and Amen by For King and Country. Um, Which is right. Who, who's right? Definitely the Australians. Oh, are you the experts on Amen? Well, here's the thing. This is all stemming from the English, right? So the English came and they're here in America and they became what is now America. The English came to Australia as well, but we kept the accent. You Americans just went wayward and started talking like Americans. <laughs> and so I think it all comes back to the English and the English are going to say amen versus amen. Mm-hmm. So if you wanted to play a little bit of history, I think we're right. Oh, oh really? But, but if now, we're going to be were true they... Americans, we're going to say amen. Why did the English go to Australia? What was that reason why the English were there? Well, the English were sending convicts. <laughs> yeah. I, I want you to know I wasn't the one who went there. We were going to gloss right over that. It's absolutely right. You know, one of the jokes that I have in, in concert is I say, you know, you Americans are lucky. You know, the English sent you pilgrims. They sent Australia convicts. Oh, no. It's oh a goodness. great song. It, it, it is really a great is. Yeah. song, Luke. Taylor will tell you, I have been bugging him about this song for two years. Yeah. He called me at oh, home. Really? Is yes. that really true? I love that. I love this album. Oh, I, love I love this album, but I love this song. So... Like, what was it, a couple of weeks ago? Taylor texted me at home to say, Jen, guess what the next single is from Burn the Ships? And I was like, Amen! I mean, Amen! There there were so many capital letters and exclamation points and emojis in the text she responded with. Oh, I'm so happy this is released. This is a great song. Yeah, Yeah, we're we're really excited about it. 
Do you have time for one more really important question, Luke? I know we're coming up on your 10 minutes and you're already running over. Hey, here's the deal. You're the last interview and my, my uh, the people I'm meeting are running 20 minutes late. And so... Hello. Uh, take as long as you want. Good. Taylor's got, Taylor's got a really important question for I was you. appalled when I learned this, that uh, now for Valentine's Good. Day, you can buy that special someone in your life a bouquet made of pickles. Does and Courtney like pickles? Right. Jen, Jen thinks that's amazing. I... I don't know. How how would your wife respond if you give her pickle bouquet for Valentine's Day? Well, it depends if it's pregnant wife or oh. non-pregnant wife. Okay. Because pregnant wife would probably really be into that. <laughs> Touche. Yeah. But I didn't guys, think about that angle. How old is the baby? The baby is, uh, she's going to be a month old on Friday. So are we close enough to pregnancy or is she just done with pickles? You know what? I don't know. I haven't seen her have any pickles yet. So yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean, look, if you want to send us pickles, I can do a follow-up interview and explain how this goes. We'll have a special delivery of a pickle bouquet from your secret admirer. Honey, somebody in Des Moines just sent you pickles. I don't know why. Uh, oh, we that's just, awesome. I just think that pickle bouquets say... You're adventuresome. You think outside the box. And just think about it. There's no waste. I mean, you eat everything in the bouquet, and it's a pickle jar that it comes in. You can even recycle that. I mean, it's eco-friendly. Yeah, I think you're you're a little bit too practical. Because <laughs> to me, it's like if you give flowers, it's like this reminds me of you because it's beautiful and it's exactly. sweet. It's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. No, that was – I think that you're going to speak for a minority of females <laughs> – uh, when you say these things, I think most females are still going to want flowers. I think you just called me weird. Did you just call me weird? Listen, Jen, take it from two men. We know what women want. <laughs> yeah, hey, you're, you're, you can interpret what I'm saying every way you want, but I think we are recording, and I do not believe I said weird. You did not say weird, <laughs> but I did extrapolate from your Australian. We, we'll roll back the tape and see how that goes. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, goodness. Uh, Luke, thanks for being a great sport. It was great to hear from you. Hey, good to chat. I don't think I've had such a jolly and laugh-filled interview in uh, in quite a while, so bravo to you all. <laughs> one minute. I just have one, just one okay. minute, okay? Yeah. I need to tell yeah. you, you and your brother, your father, your whole band, you gave me one of my favorite moments in 2020. And, you know, 2020 was a year where we looked for good moments. But when I was standing right. out in a giant field... In the rain, in late summer, listening to you guys play Little Drummer Boy. And your brother literally was like looking out at the rain and saying, this is all you got. (laughs) And then you sang Little Drummer Boy in the middle of that giant field in Des Moines. And I was dancing with a mask on in front of my car. I was like, this is a moment that I will remember forever. So thank you so much for coming and doing the drive-in show at the Iowa State Fair. We loved it. Look, I'll tell you another little bit of a story of of how 2020 went. But there was one uh, moment where we were in Texas, and we were playing in in a parking lot. And we had two shows that day. We had a matinee, and then we had an evening show. And we were playing within view of there's a, a new baseball stadium called Global Life, I think, baseball stadium. Yep. And then you've got the AT&T, the famous Dallas Cowboys stadium. And you can see both of them. All right. Well, as the day went along, <laughs> it started raining. It got down into the 40s. And it rained solid for every single show that we were in. Oh. And at one point, I got in the middle of the show and I said, guys, don't you just find this ironic? 
These two massive stadiums are empty, and it's freezing cold out here, and we're singing in a parking lot, and they can't even you know do anything in these buildings. It was so funny, and oh, uh, so it was a joy. We made we made some crazy memories in 2020. That's for sure. Yeah. Thank you for truth. coming to Des Moines to make some yeah. of them. We appreciate it. No worries. The pleasure is ours always. You take care. Hey, appreciate you guys. Have a great one. All right. This has been the Taylor and Jen podcast. You can hear more from Taylor and Jen weekday mornings online at life1071.com or on the Life 107.1 app.